Have you noticed that everybody around you appears to be talking about change? Maybe you have the feeling that actually you're trying to do quite the opposite because you're trying to create certainty, you're trying to create predictability, and you're trying to achieve results that you're committed to. And that is quite opposite to changing things. Could it be that you have gone through a change process and you actually want to have a breath and feel like, oh, give me a break. What has this all got to do with you? Well, in business, of course, we're always trying to push our boundaries, which means that we're trying to achieve goals that we have never achieved before, or we want to have results that we have never had before. But the problem is that if we don't really understand the emotional part of what is expecting us to change and what is holding us back and how we go through the process, then of course we cannot really drive the changes that we need and support the changes that are coming towards us. Because if we were able to do that, could it be that we would be able to be changing much faster and much more effectively than our competitors? In this episode, we're going to talk about the five areas that play a significant role in change in life and for yourself. And when you know these five areas, you can have a feeling how you are going to behave in a change process and you can predict and have an idea how your team is going to behave in such a process. And maybe you will also see some areas where you can agree upon that you might want to develop some stability because we've had too much change in those areas. So you're in the right place today. If you want to have a model so that you can understand the areas in which change really happens. And at the end, I'm going to share coaching questions that you can apply on your team so that you can move them through the different phases of their change process. Welcome to this Power Hour with me, Coach Colin, your skipper on your journey in mastering your leadership. This Power Hour is made specifically for you so that you can discover something and maybe you will discover something that you already are doing and you will have the courage and the conviction to master it in the future. It could also be that in this power hour you discover something totally new and you start practicing and using it. Or in this power hour you have an insight and you have a breakthrough and you start doing something totally differently in the future. Wherever you are on your journey in mastering your leadership, this Power Hour is for you. But before we get started, just one word of advice. Please stay safe. Your organization has chosen you to be one of the leaders to lead your team to success. That is why, if you're listening to this podcast while driving a car, perhaps in a plane, or even doing chores around the house like cutting the lawn, then just make sure that you are safe because your team relies on you. So let's get started with this Power Hour. I find it quite amazing that when we look at change and think about change that actually we don't really look at the people. We look at the thing that is going to change. 
So it would be a good idea to start really there and think about, well, what really happens to you when something changes? And there is actually a model that is quite interesting in this perspective that is defining your personal identity. And there are five areas which your personal identity is made out of. And when you start rocking in one or two of these areas, then of course, a whole, a whole wave of emotion comes up because you're changing the balance. And that is literally what is happening in a change process. Somebody comes along and they change the balance you're in and you actually start tipping and you're wondering, you're trying to catch a balance, holding tight to something that previously was there. Somebody's pulling something away and all of a sudden you might tip and fall. <laughs> it's exactly what happened to my grandson on the weekend one, on one of, the, one of the swings. He lost his balance and he fell into the sand. Luckily, only into the sand, but... In other cases, if you lose your balance and you trip and you fall, it can really hurt. So let's have a look at these five areas that create your personal identity. The first area that creates your personal identity starts actually very, very early in life because it's everything around your social life. And specifically, when I look at my grandchildren right now, of course, it is quite obvious in which phase of their social life they are. They're focusing on their parents, literally, their mom and dad. And when we come to visit as grandparents, of course, their focus changes and we sort of play a role in their social environment. And you can imagine that for the parents as such, their social life is quite different because not only do they have their children or us as parents, they've got their brothers and sisters, they've got friends around, they've got other relatives and cousins, so their social life is quite large. And both of them are working, which means that they have colleagues, they have bosses, they have customers, and that all plays a role in their social life. And how they interact with those people in their social life and what they do and what they get back through those relationships, all that sort of creates their identity as one part that creates their personal identity. The second part that creates your personal identity is everything around success and career. It starts at preschool, literally speaking, because you start learning things. Not only does your social life change at that moment, but you start learning things, you start playing with different toys, um, and you start very soon go into the first class, you start to learn, you do to read, you start to learn to, to calculate, and your growth develops quite quickly, your mental growth, as you you know, you learn new things, you have new abilities that you can apply, which after a while going to school, maybe you graduate, you go to university, and from university you move on, you get your first job and you start your career. All this area of success and career and getting rewards and being better than others and becoming really good at something is the second area of your personal identity. 
The third area of your personal identity is literally your physical growth, your physical career, you could say. Everything that has got to do with your physical ability and specifically also your health as well. So this means that, well, as you grow up, you become stronger, you become more able to do things, you've got a certain physique, you've got a certain power, you go to the gym, you can run the mile or even a marathon. And as you grow older, maybe you lose certain of these abilities due to health reasons, or you try to push the boundaries and you try to show others that you're still quite capable of performing at a higher level of uh, physical ability. And whatever you do, whatever you, you feel you can, you can achieve in that area, all that makes up the third part of your personal identity. The fourth part of your personal identity has got everything to do with safety and security. For some people, safety and security can mean money, it can mean a house, it can mean a lot on the bank account. And you can imagine that these things can change if markets go south, if, well, if the shares drop, um, somebody steals money from you, immediately the area of safety and security gets disrupted and you feel that you have to compensate for something. It can even happen that in a downturn of the economy that the company has to downsize and adapt the number of employees to the revenues and all of a sudden you feel that that area of personal identity that you had that was represented by safety and security gets disrupted. The fifth and last area concerning your personal identity may be be considered as the result of the previous ones but it's very important as well because there everything that could be summarized by the norms and the values, your beliefs, your standards you live by are represented here. And they drive, of course, your behavior, your way of thinking and your future strategies. And they all make part of your personal identity. And this might appear to be all very fine. So these five areas of your personal identity, your social life, your success and career, your physical health and ability, your safety and security, your norms and values, what has got that to do with change? Well, you might be looking at it in the sense of, well, the development is quite linear. Your social life, it, it, you, you grow up, you go to school, you leave house, you go to university, you start your job and you find a partner, you get married, you have children. It's quite linear. But actually, it's not really like that at all. Because in your social life, you have friends that enter your social life. You might have important people that leave your social life. It could even happen that somebody that is very dear to you out of your closest family actually separates or dies. These are significant changes that happen in our life. And it might be a good moment for you just to recall in those areas. So, well, what were the phases of your social life? From, you know, being an infant, going to preschool, starting to go to school, leaving school, going to university. You see, these are also things that play out on your success in your career. What marks did you get in school? What marks did you get in university? Were there better marks? 
Were you one of the top in the class or one of everybody else? How did your physique develop? Were you early growing muscles and becoming tall or were you perhaps the smallest one in class? Where are you right now? Are you a little overweight or do you go to the gym regularly to maintain your physical ability and your, you know, your identity in this area? At what point did you feel unsafe? Remember that moment when you actually planned to leave house? How safe did you feel? It was important for your career. It totally changed your social life. What about your safety? Did your parents pay you a tuition? Did that make you feel safe? Did you get a job very early to have a little more money on the bank? Did that make you feel safe? And what about the norms and values? How did they change as you went through life? In what way do you think differently today to versus when you look back and what you were believing as a teenager? And perhaps you're looking at your teenagers today and you think, just wait until you grow up. You're going to change your thoughts and you're going to change your values. You see, in every one of these five areas of your personal identity, changes happen as we grow, which means these are significant phases in life. And every, t every time we meet one of those phases in life where it impacts several of these five areas of identity, actually, we have a little crisis because we don't know how to deal with that situation. We know that we know what we have, we know what life is like, we know what life is like at home with our parents, with our friends at school, but we don't know what life is like when we're at university, where the university is going to be, what friends we're going to make, where we're going to have lunch and where we're going to sleep and how we're going to spend the weekend when we don't even have any friends. And then when we leave university, there's another big significant change in life when we actually stop learning and start applying everything we learned. Could it be that in that situation you actually have to change the norms and the values, how you believe, how you think? Because maybe the way that you were behaving as a student would not be so appreciated on your first job. And perhaps you've heard of a friend who didn't succeed on their first job and actually they failed and had to go back to university and re-educate themselves on something else. And in that situation you suddenly realize that those phases that we go through in life, they are more significant than they really were at that moment because they require you to change your perspective so that you can master the transition from where you are today to the next phase where you want to be successful in the future. And you might notice and remember that some people actually get stuck in a phase. Maybe you have an uncle who, who is a bachelor and he's already 50 years old, 55 years old. And you're wondering what type of life is he leading? He's stuck in a phase. And he might feel that 
there's a certain amount of anxiety of changing that phase and doing the transition from being a bachelor to finding a partner and giving up on things that he knows and he cherished while being a bachelor. And he doesn't know what it's going to be like being a couple. And when people can't create that balance between what they know and what they need to let go of versus what they can get and what they can gain, then they get stuck in a phase of life. If we turn this around now and think about you as a leader, as a manager, as a team leader, what were you before? You may have been an employee. Maybe you were one of the best in the team and you were cherishing a lot of rewards and you were feeling that your social life was great because people liked the way you were working. You got rewards, which means your career was moving in the right direction. Perhaps you felt that you had time to go to the gym and you really felt safe in that area because you got your monthly salary. And you had a certain set of norms and values and way of doing things. And all of a sudden, somebody said, you're one of the talents. We would like to promote you. We think that you should become a manager. Didn't that shake up your whole perspective around your personal identity? All of a sudden you realized, I won't be able to have lunch with my friends because I'll go and have lunch with managers instead. Of course, your success and career moved forward, but there might have been some anxiety. Well, what happens if I'll fail? And surely you thought that you will have to put some extra hours into it, into being the manager. So maybe you won't be able to visit the gym that often. Is that something that you would really appreciate? What about the area of your personal identity concerning safety and security? Maybe you thought, yes, I'm going to earn money, of course. I'm going to earn more money, possibly even a bonus. But then you might have heard so many managers who got fired because they won't be able to deliver on results. That must have shaken you up as well. And could it be that you even were thinking about the norms and the values and you were thinking about, but wait a second, the way I was behaving as a specialist now, as an employee, one of the best in the team, maybe I cannot really have the same behavior when I'm a manager. You see, in every situation where something changes, whether you get promoted to a manager, whether you actually join a new company or a new department because of a reorganization, a downsizing or a career move, all these five areas of your personal identity get shaken up because you know it's not going to be like it was before. And that's when we struggle. We want to keep what we know instead of letting go and creating the future. So it might be a good idea to take this model of the five areas of your personal identity and discuss it with your team. Consider the change that you are facing and discuss with them. How is that going to change their social life with their peers, with their colleagues? How is that going to influence the possibility of success and career? How is that impacting their physical health and ability? What influence is it going to have on their feeling of safety and security? And how will that influence the norms and the values that they have? 
you'll be surprised what type of discussion you're going to have with your team. Thank you for listening to this Power Hour. What was interesting for you in this Power Hour? Was it really valuable? In that case, just go and press like or write a comment. Or maybe you can even share this Power Hour with some of your peers and colleagues so that they can become a little better tomorrow. Because it's very rewarding for us to see people becoming better around us because this way our team can achieve different results and reach new goals. And if you have something specifically that you would like to have help with, why not send me a private message or an email and detail exactly what you would want help in. Because always remember, I am Coach Colin and I am the skipper on your journey in helping you mastering your leadership. So no matter what wins you have on your journey, just stay the course and stay safe and enjoy the ride. I'm Coach Colin and I'm the skipper right by your side. Until next time, take care 